Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Were you at the airport on Saturday? Did you see what happened. There was a whole plane load of people supposed to go on a holiday to Mallorca with Tui and it got cancelled at the very last minute. At the other end of the country there was chaos at Dublin Airport. Absolute total chaos at Dublin Airport. Embarrassing chaos at Dublin Airport. I'll get to that in a minute but over the weekend Kevin Hurley from the Corp Business Association the new president. Kevin you say there's a solution to the Dublin Airport problem. Let those flights go from Cork. Good morning. PJ, hi, good morning and congratulations to 96FM on the uh, Giving for Living Radiothon. Thank well you. done. That Thank was you. amazing. Almost 400,000 raised. Uh, it, it's, I, I just saying it to Fiona there a second ago, your researcher, um, it's absolutely, uh, it just epitomises the people of Cork, how generous they are throughout everything that's going on at the moment, how generous they are. Uh, it's just fantastic. So, um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm no expert on aviation. I'm a retailer, but I just made a comment on Twitter over the weekend that um, the fact that people were queuing out on the tarmac uh, yesterday morning. No, this is nothing to do with the TUI situation, by the way. Okay. But um, the fact that people were queuing out the tarmac and missing flights and missing their holidays, which they, you know, losing their their uh, their time. Uh, people work hard, and, and it's not just money that they're losing out on, it's time. Um, I just feel that um, Cork Airport is underutilised. I flew out of there only four weeks ago myself mm. when I was going to Spain. And uh, I was through the security in about uh, seven or eight minutes, as I'm sure all your listeners would have the same the same experience. So my thought was, why not uh, re divert the flights now, um, which which hopefully could be done to say right, you're flying from Dublin to Malaga or you're flying from Dublin to Alicante or whatever it is, and just uh, say okay, now your flight is from Cork. Yeah, yeah. So that was just my thought, you know. And You'd wonder what the you know, aviation logistics of it are, but it's a good idea, you know. Exactly. Like I'm, look, the, you know, if if COVID taught us anything. If it taught us anything at all, it's that we could change. Who would have thought four years ago that you'd be sitting on Princess Street on a Saturday afternoon at five o'clock in the sunshine, having a pint of Heineken and a bowl of chicken wings? You know, that, that, that would have been unthinkable three mm. or four years ago. Mm. So now is the time. We are resilient people. We're great people, and we're and particularly Cork people, and I'm proud Cork man, as you know. And I just think that the Dublin Airport Authority should actually just stand back and say, "Whoa, hang on a second. We've got overcapacity at this airport. Let's move it down to the other airport. 
And bear in mind, this is the Dublin Airport Authority that wanted control of Cork Airport when we wanted it to get independent. So they actually run Cork Airport. So the logistics, they're, they're the ones, they could be handling it. That's absolutely correct. Um, they do run the the airport and look, it is what it is, I suppose. Um, <laughs> as much as we'd love to be running the airport ourselves, mm. they're there and, uh, you know, that that's correct. But I mean, I just think they should just stand back, have a look and say, you know what? Uh, and it's not even Cork. I, uh, on Twitter yesterday, there was people talking about Knock, Shannon, Farron 4, uh, even Waterford Airport was mentioned. So why not? Like, well, yeah. let's let's move these flights out of Dublin Airport. Let's alleviate the problem. Mm. Um, you know, there is, a, um, and I was quoted miscorrectly, but but there is 1.4 million people uh, living in, in Dublin. Uh, there's 1.2 million people living in Munster. So I'm sure there's many of those 1.2 million people yeah. that are living in Munster that are uh, uh, flying out. So let's just try to to uh, divert the flights down to these airports. Well, let's let's maybe. I mean, you as, as president of the business association, um, wearing that hat now, you can say you can call on the DEA to to answer this and say why 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 can this can this be done? And if not, why not? You run the airport. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we 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 in the business association will be asking that question today, and we will be, uh, you know, we we will be asking them but um, at the end of the day they, they have to make that decision and I'm sure there's lots of other stuff going on here like in relation to landing charges and you know there's probably a lot of politics involved yeah. no doubt but um, look I just I just think it it, it makes sense is mm. all I'm saying it makes sense okay alright Kevin thanks that's Kevin Hurley president of the Corp Business Association can we just talk the Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Call us now. 0818 96 96 96. On Quartz 96FM. Well, this is the big topic of the weekend of the morning. <clears throat> the Dublin situation was chronically bad. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. But Cork, people had their holiday cancelled by Tui. Like whether standing waiting in the airport. Susan O'Neill took to uh, Facebook to complain about it. Due to departed... 10 past 2, got an email at 10 past 3, said the flight was cancelled and so was the full holiday. I understand something else similar happened to Tui in Manchester. But regardless of that, uh, the situation is just not acceptable at our airports at the moment. And I was mentioning an old friend, John Smith. And Jerry, it wouldn't have happened in, in John's day. That's simple as plain as it is, isn't it? Good morning. Well, good morning, TJ, and I hope you're feeling better. I'll be than, grand. Than the, Trust me. Than the passengers who were who were stuck yesterday, and I can tell you, TJ, you've travelled with family. Just imagine the anxiety, the tension, the stress yesterday, being up there. And I know from talking to people that are very upset, um, people miss flights. I think there's four parts to this, PJ. Part one is our, our aviation policy needs to support regional airports like Cork in particular. And, and secondly, then, there needs to be a, a shift by the airlines. Uh, and it's the airlines, as you know, and John Smith was very was very much interacting with airlines in his job. It is about incentivizing route development in the example of Cork. And then thirdly, uh, there's an issue that the uh, we, we were out as a committee on the 4th of April with Dublin Airport Authority. Remember, PJ, over the Easter weekend, 50,000 passengers went through Dublin Airport in 40 minutes. Yeah. So why then yesterday had you the calamity of yesterday. 
Now, I, 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 I know Kevin Cullinan, and, and he's an extraordinary man, as you know well, uh, is a very good air, aviation man. This, to me, is about people, Peter. It's about the travelling public from yesterday, but not just yesterday. You know, as Kevin Hurley said, it's the missed flight. That's one thing again, recompense. But it's the wedding you miss or the time you mm-hmm. miss. And, and it's, but for me, it's about, and then the third part is about staffing. Dublin Airport Authority, when we met them, were in the process of recruitment. Uh, a thousand people left over COVID. They were hoping to have 300 people back in employment by June. Uh, and then the 14 PJ that I think many of us involved in, in politics and in, in your program in aviation didn't, I'd say, fully get was the pent up demand post COVID in terms of the whole volume of traffic. Mm-hmm. Now, but the most important point for me, PJ, is how is it that, for example, 50,000 people yesterday were were immersed in chaos? Mm-hmm. Easter holidays, same number, no problem. Mm. It doesn't make sense, and, and that's the part. Of, that's part of the problem. But the overarching point, PJ, is is uh, I think two parts. One is airlines must work with with all of us to ensure that airports like Cork, w- which is a good airport, ha- has a quality service in terms mm. of getting through, getting on board, and flying. Uh, increase the output in terms of flights. And the other part then is the airlines, PJ, and and as you know. Y- Aer Lingus, Short Hall is in significant trouble. Emerald have not recommended some of their flights out of yeah. Cork. And, and, and there's question marks about the aviation sector in terms of Short Hall. Yeah. So, so the airlines must have it as well. See, so Jerry, you in your opposition days, you were a keen advocate of the independence of Cork. Um, and you were opposed, I believe, back then to DAA taking it over and running it. But look, that, that, that is what it is now. Moving flights to Cork, it's probably logistically difficult. But I don't get this labour shortage stuff. Everyone is just being funnelled through Dublin. That's what's happening. Everyone's being funnelled through Dublin. I think, Peter, the, the issue of separation is one that is is done. That 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 is over. Cork Airport has has done very well out of Dublin Airport Authority. Two point eight million passengers pre-COVID. But the important point, as you said, there is it's about recruitment of staff, and it's about ensuring that the that that the staff that are recruited are offered one just fair wage to hours that, that are not literally just about bookkeeping that are about ensuring that the travelling public are not discommoded now the other part of the problem PJ that I think that, that happened at the weekend and, and I know I would be one of those people if I was told turn up two and a half hours given what I saw yesterday I'd be there four hours nearly um, people people are, are, are overcompensating but I don't blame people for playing yeah. it safe I would play I would be the person there four hours. I heard a radio interview this morning with someone who was flying out, was due to fly out this morning at half eight, and they've been there since quarter past two. There's no way to start a holiday. No, I have friends of mine who 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 actually just spoke to before your program uh, came to me, who were actually flying out this morning. They left overnight from Cork and were there, I think, at maybe four o'clock for a flight this morning at at around half nine, ten o'clock. So that just gives you an example. People play it safe, but the the fundamental PJ is. A thousand people left. There was an issue with recruitment that was well flagged. The committee went out there in on the fourth of, of, of April to meet with them. They they knew ahead of time um, that this was an issue. We're coming into summer season, PJ. It isn't the off season. This is summer. Um, I know we're near full employment, but there there's no reason why extra staff couldn't be put in place and trained. And then secondly, on a Sunday, on a busy Sunday, the airlines, whilst they mightn't share their manifest will share their passenger load numbers. 
and and extra lines should have been open. There should have been greater input of of of, of information and 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 a, and a joined up approach by the airlines because there was an issue with baggage yeah. drop. And then if you know, Aer Lingus's app went off on Friday as well. Oh, it was just a mess. Uh, you said a thousand people left during COVID. They were let go. They didn't walk out of their own accord. They were let go. Well, there was a combination, PJ. I'm not arguing that point. There was a combination. There was a thousand people <coughs> who were there, not there now, to a combination of. And remember, a lot of people have left hospitality and left the airline that, yeah. that sector to get well, other jobs that are more. Why won't they come back? Why won't they come back now? They left. Why won't they come back? Some of it is, I think, because of the contracts being offered. Some of it is the antisocial hours. But the most important point, as I said to you, is we must incentivize people to come and work in yeah. these jobs so that the traveling public won't be discommoded. Hold on. I did keep, want to come back to that point on the thousand people because someone's picked me up on it here and, and they're right. They, they, they were left go. And the, the, in fairness, the government did say, did, did put incentives in place to help companies to keep them. That, that's, that'll never be forgotten. But they were left yes. go. Now you can't get them back. That's the problem. Well, I'm not arguing the point. The point I'm making is, PJ, that we must recruit people. They knew Dublin Airport Authority ahead of the summer schedule that this was going to happen. Um, they would have known a month, six weeks, two months ahead of yesterday. They know the, the, the June weekend is next weekend. They knew the figures a month ago. They're actually recruiting since October, PJ, because I have my note in my, in my diary here from the meeting. They're, they're recruiting since October. Now, that's, to me, unacceptable that, that you can't put in place between October and, and the June bank holiday weekend. You know, a, a doesn't you ask questions staff. about what's actually on offer? Did you did you ask the DA well, what's does. on offer? Yes, we spoke to them about the whole issue of contracts and about the whole issue of of of, of payment. And like, is it full time, well paid work, or is it really well, awful hours, really awful pay? I think that's part of the issue, PJ. That needs to be addressed by DEA is the type of contracts they offer. And I'm not here to defend DEA, as you know. I'm here as a member of the Transport Committee and we'll be meeting them hopefully this week. And the Minister this morning will be meeting them and I've asked her to raise those issues around the, the schedule, around the pay and remuneration of staff. Because it is important, PJ, that in, 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 in our airport, which is, a, which is a public point of contact, that one... Our own members of citizens traveling abroad uh, are not discommoded. But secondly, yeah. the people coming in is their first point of contact that they receive a good welcome into Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what we've got basically is we have an airport up the road here that's <clears throat> underused, and we have another one that's jammed and half staffed. It's a mess, Jerry. A mess. And, and the point I would make, PJ, then in the context of our national aviation policy is that the airports, the airlines, the Department of Transport, uh, the tourism sector must sit down. Uh, they should have been sitting down months ago. Well, not in the well, middle of it. Well, we, we, well uh, we have, at the moment, PJ, what we have is a review of, of, of our national aviation policy. So what I'm saying to you this morning on your radio programme is that we must look at how we can support our regional airports already. Yeah, all these things take time. We need, what we now need no, I, at the I, moment is an, we have an emergency now. We can't be yes, talking about I, reviews I, I, and task forces and committee no, meetings. No, no, we have an emergency. No, but... It, but PJ, what I'm saying is, we must. The learnings from all of this must be that our regional airport program must include airports like Cork. Must also then have a, a priority to to move flights and to move air, airlines to say, look, come to Cork, uh, come to Shannon. In in the case of of, of USA yeah. flights, but in our case, in in short haul European flights, we might manage that next year. What about next week? Well, next week is about ensuring that we don't have the debacle that we had this weekend. What's happening to make sure that doesn't happen? 
Say that again, sorry. What is happening to make sure that doesn't happen? Well, well, there's, there's three pieces to that. One is that the DEA are meeting the minister today. Secondly, they're coming to the committee on, on, on either tomorrow or Wednesday. And then thirdly, it, it is about ensuring that the airports with the airlines. Uh, like, remember today, PJ, Amsterdam, in Amsterdam, KLM have stopped selling flights. We have issues in Toronto, Sydney. In, 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 uh, there are issues all over. I get that. I get that. But really, yeah. most people don't actually care. Well, what no, they see is a Dublin Force policy that has now paid off with a... An, an airport that is understaffed and, and, and full jammed and this is down to Dublin first policy is how people see it well, my priority has always been PJ, a Cork first policy, and we have a Cork airport that is that is that is available, that is doing quite well. It's recovering from COVID. Uh, we need to see more flights. But we also need to see PJ, and we're, we're, we're missing this part of the equation. Airlines must ensure and must work with all of us to to make airports like Cork and an attractive proposition to come to. And equally, if you're living PJ in Port Leash or Thurles uh, or anywhere up that part of the country. It's much better for you to come to Cork and fly to Cork than to Dublin, and we must, we must, DEA must put a promotional campaign around that. Who will be held responsible for what happened at the weekend? Well, ultimately, it's the it's the DEA who's responsible. They're the people who who run the airport on behalf of all of us, and they're the people who must answer the questions. But in saying that, it, it is about making sure that our aviation policy reflects a different Ireland now because we, we have we have very strong proposition in Cork that needs to be incentivised and promoted. We have, but, but all, all that thing takes time. We don't have it. We have days to the next surge. Well, well, PJ, the DA have days to sort Dublin. Like, for example, this morning, you have forty. You have a 40-minute true security with, with almost the same number of people going through. Uh, yeah, but how long is it taking to get there? That's the thing. That 40 minutes... Well, is that I heard Kevin Cullinan saying that? Like, I have great respect for Kevin, but forty minutes to get through. How long is it taking to get there? Because yesterday, that's what was happening. It was taking three hours to get in there. Oh yeah, no, PJ, I'm not defending yesterday in any shape or form. Yesterday was a calamity that should never have happened, and it was folk. It was forecast in many ways. What what we must do now is to make sure that it doesn't happen again, uh, and that's why it's important the DA put in place this morning a new process and, and and what I discovered last night was that they haven't trained yet some of the new staff I yeah. believe uh, and why has uh, that happened that should happen today as a matter here, of here's hours. something the contract being offered 20 hours a week in Cork 30 hours in Dublin you're on call 7 days that kind of carry on won't get you staff no, and I made that point to you, PJ, about contracts and about staffing and about remuneration and, and about the hours that, that that needs to be all part of the mix. And that's why it's important that the uh, sit down. Uh, and I know Can DA not be told by a Minister for Transport or in Rochester's committee? Can DA, which is a semi-state or whatever title you put on it, lads, sort it out, pay them properly, full-time contracts, go and do it. But they've been, that's been done, PJ, and that will be done again this week. There's no issue with that. All of us agree with that and all of us accept that. And in fairness, if you look at the issues in Cork, we, we have a very good airport with very good staff relations. And, and, yeah. and, and, and I want to praise the staff in Cork Airport who took a, a hit during COVID and, and who stood by I'm, their airport. I'm only, I'm only, I'm only thanking my lucky stars I booked out of Cork again this year because I don't think I'd... I, I, my, my, I'd have had a, an aneurysm standing in that queue yesterday. It's absolutely crazy. Carry on. Jerry, look, we'll, we'll see well, what... Peter, yeah, go on. I, I'm actually just giving an example. I'm flying to Barcelona next Thursday night. I can't get a flight out of Cork because Aer Lingus hasn't resumed. There you go. That, and uh, that is and the problem. Unacceptable by that is the problem. And it's I mean, DAA, I, I it's DAA managers Cork. So they also got to fix that one. But it's Aer Lingus and Emerald who haven't come back to Cork despite the best efforts of Cork Airport.
But is DAA, and how much pressure is DAA putting on Aer Lingus to go back to Cork? But it's not as simple as that, unfortunately. It's about the airline saying, well, look, you know, we're not going to do that, uh, despite the best efforts of Cork Airport to incentivise the... But, and that's why government are given the funding for route development, and I'm making the point that under the regional airport programme, that Cork Airport must continue to be included so that we can prioritise route development, incentivisation around the airport charges and landing fees, as you know, okay. as, as John Smith would have told you and told all of us. Absolutely. That's pivotal. Uh, and I still stand over what I'm saying, Jerry. None of this crack would have happened on Smithy's watch. I, I, I know it was different times. It just wouldn't have happened because he'd have something, he'd have had something planned. Question in from Noel. Any chance to get a few soldiers up there to run the security until we get staff? That that was muted by by the by by the transport committee when we were out there in April uh, under our chairman Kieran O'Donnell. We did raise that point of the of the staff of of the, the defence forces coming in. That was ruled out by both the DEA and the department. Sorry, hang on a second. And the hey, Jerry, Jerry, stop. That was ruled out. Sorry, who's running the damn country, Jerry? You don't oh, no. ask them. Will you do it, please? You tell them to do it. Well, the, you, that's a matter for the Minister for Defence and the Department of Defence, PJ, we're told, because Kieran O'Donnell, our chair, did ask the question about the army coming in over the over the Easter holiday period. But, look, we're, we're meeting them tomorrow or Wednesday. I'd be happy to come back in your programme again. So, please, I'd like uh, that because and, and, I'm... But, uh, let's, let's, I mean, I, I th- thank you, Jerry, Senator Jerry Butmer. I wonder sometimes that, who's running the country? You know, could we maybe bring in the army? 